Hello and welcome back to the Future World Life podcast. My name's Ollie Henderson and today's episode is a little shorter than usual and that's not because I didn't have plenty to talk about with today's guest. It was actually a technical error for the first time ever. Two separate podcasting platforms failed me and we ended up with only 15 minutes of an excellent 45-minute conversation. So, Noel London, who is today's guest, will return at a later date. But for now, I wanted to share the part of the conversation we did have because it's really valuable, particularly for those HR leaders that are increasingly relying upon data to help make decisions in the business, but perhaps are struggling either because of a lack of data or the sheer volume of it. So you're going to hear Noel, who's founder and CEO of Illuminous, explain what the problem was that led her to start the business and give some really useful insights into the types of metrics that can actually help move the needle in those business critical decisions. In particular, at the end of our chat, you'll hear Noel explain what quick quitting is and how one organisation helped solve it. If you want to find out more about Noel, there's links in the show notes. And of course, you can read more about these types of themes in the Future Work Life newsletter or by getting in touch with me via the link in the show notes. So here's my conversation with Noel London. So Noel, it's great to have you on the show today. Thanks very much for joining me. Thanks, Ollie, for having me. So we've got loads to talk about. I'm really interested to hear about what you're doing with Illuminous. But I, I just want to start with a, a bit of background, really. Now, obviously, there's been huge changes in the way that we work, particularly over the past three, four years. But that trend was in motion even before COVID. Fascinated to hear where you find the most interest in some of these problems that are happening. You could probably pick 20 different issues which happen in the workplace, but you're addressing very particular ones um, with Illuminous. Yeah. Hi, everyone. My name is Noelle London, founder and CEO of Illuminous. At Illuminous, we're all about enabling people-first workplaces through data. We sit on top of your disparate HR tech tools that probably are not talking to each other. We bring that information together so that you can have a better understanding of cross-tool learnings, but you also have a platform of learnings across your peers to understand what they're doing to create people-first workplaces. In terms of how we got to this problem, you're exactly right, Ollie. Seeing the massive shifts and seeing that HR leaders, unfortunately, weren't equipped and really aren't equipped with the tools and resources to be able to handle and to manage those massive challenges. Really where this came to be is most recently I was over on the management consulting side. Um, I was at Accenture. I was brought in to launch and run their ventures team, um, which essentially meant that we were finding really interesting emerging technologies. We were investing in those companies and then taking them into our Fortune 2000 clients. Uh, While I was there, I think that what we were seeing was there was this really interesting trend across the enterprise and across different department leaders where there's all this data that exists within enterprise. How do you actually even make sense of it? As I was looking at the HR technology landscape, because there were a lot of really interesting technologies that we were partnering with on things like AI upskilling and reskilling or creating a more manageable CRM for the talent acquisition process. But as I was sitting there mapping out the HR technology landscape, I was baffled because it was like these companies have over 16 different tools that aren't talking to each other, but this entire map of cool, bright startup logos, it's full of point solutions. 
these solutions are not working together. And so what unfortunately this means is that it's creating more noise for HR leaders as opposed to understanding of what's happening. We were having clients coming to us and saying, how can you hold me accountable for things like our DEI goals and commitments? And the reality, Ollie, is that as I looked at the landscape, I didn't really have anything to give them. So clearly the responsibilities requirements on an HR leader have seemingly changed significantly as you say even in the past few years um, so data not necessarily the most obvious thing that would come to mind when you think of HR leaders in in the past but it's increasingly important so I suppose this is a two-part question one to what extent are most HR leaders ready and have the right skills to be able to utilize this data and two given there are so many point solutions are we just measuring too many things right now wow that's a really good question well the first one we'll start there in terms of our leaders equipped i think that the best organizations and the best leaders are asking for the data Sometimes, no, I don't think that those leaders are equipped. And part of the reason is that oftentimes you know, in some organizations, let's say larger organizations, they are building tools built by a data analyst that still requires a data analyst at some times to be sitting behind your shoulder translating the data and what somebody's looking at. And so I think that's the big differentiator and something that we're really passionate about at Illuminus is through our proprietary insights, analytics, forecasting, we're not just giving, we have PhDs of data science on our team um, but the goal is that we're not just giving a fancy data model. The goal is that we're taking the extra step to translate what that data actually means to an HR leader. And also just not just to an HR leader, to the C-suite, to the board of when you're doing things like quarterly business reports, somebody doesn't necessarily always have the opportunity to translate and have to interpret all of these graphs and these layers. This is why something that we do at Illuminous is actually translate from those graphs and those data visuals we provide the narrative. So we're giving you the context around the data and what you're looking at. So I think that's a really important. It's not just about can we visualize data and stand up a dashboard. It's really about the layer of what does this actually mean for the organization? How do I take this information so that I can go act on it? My time is being spent on responding to what I'm learning about. It's not being spent on munging the data and get, getting the data clean, which I don't think anybody necessarily wants to do. So I would say that's the first thing on the piece around, that's an interesting question around, are we measuring too much? I think there are a lot of different philosophies around that. We're seeing some organizations are definitely not <laughs> measuring enough. Many of them are not measuring enough. Some of them are going into productivity metrics if you're talking about office workers. What I would say pulling back from that is that I mentioned the number 16 before and that organizations sometimes have 16 different tools on average. Honestly, we don't necessarily need to touch all 16 of those because we don't find that all of those metrics are as effective. The ones that we really bring together, what we have and what we do at Illuminous is we think it's really important to look at the entire employee journey. 
that's going to give you a whole, more holistic picture of what's actually happening within your organization and what's happening with your people. Um, and unfortunately, the way that systems and tools are set up today is it's very rare that an HR leader is actually going to have that holistic picture. So for us, yeah, we're not going to touch every single one of those metrics and every single one of those point solutions. Our goal is that we're bringing together your HRIS system, your ATS system, engagement, and performance or pay, because those are typically like the top four necessary tech stack, right? And by us being able to bring together that information, for us, what we believe is that we can touch really important um, parts of that journey, like the sourcing process, hiring, attrition, promotions. So can we understand what that process looks like also with engagement? By us being able to bring together those different pieces and to display what that employee journey looks like, we can give a more holistic picture of how those pieces are actually working together, which right now um, those leaders oftentimes, many times, um, don't have insights into. So that's interesting, the, the the journey piece, because in my mind, nature of a journey is it weaves in many different directions and can go different places. I'm wondering if there's one particular piece of data or insight that you've discovered with some of your work from clients, which is unexpected. Oh, absolutely. Recently, we were talking to a chief people officer who works for a retail company. This is um, a food retail company. And what she was describing is what was happening around quick quitting. And for those of you that aren't as familiar with that concept, essentially what that means is that um, somebody is quitting every 100 days. That is a really big problem for organizations because they're spending a lot on the administrative overhead of the talent acquisition process. They're onboarding someone, which is really intensive, and then they're training someone. And then oftentimes these uh, individuals can walk straight out the door. So that's really expensive. Uh, McKenzie uh, said that was um, costing retail organizations about 3% of their annual revenues. What that means is that when I ask her, can you paint a picture of what that looks like? She says, I lose 100 people every single week. So I'm going to hire 150. Mm. And that's what I do. And I said, how are you going to solve this problem? Because it's this is staffing of your stores and keeping your stores open. She says, I'm going to hire 200 people a week instead of 150. And so I think that really illustrates this challenge of HR leaders, their desks are on fire. 98% of them admit to being burned out. They're in the weeds on this particular problem. That what she's doing is trying to fix the top of the funnel and the leaky bucket. But the reality is if we could shift those resources so that she could actually understand what is working with her employer value proposition, what's working with retention, we could shift the resources there to really focus on how do we keep people instead of how do we hire more people. So thank you for listening to that abridged version of my conversation with Noel. As I said at the beginning, we will record a longer episode at some point in the near future. But for now, thank you as ever for listening. And I'll see you back here next week. Hold up. 